All right. And there we go. So everything's recording. Yeah. And I was saying, only the finest. This evening, we're going to have a nice drink of a Pacific Northwest small batch whiskey, Ghost Owl. And uh, I was just saying, remember how many times we've tried to do yeah. podcasts? Yeah, yeah. I want to say this is the Get- third time. Kali, you cannot have a drink. The, the podcast dog. Oh, one of two. I'll give you two fingers because we can sip on it. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get into this in a second. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and do the whole kind of intro thing. Sure. Welcome to Crook and Candle Podcast. Episode zero. Episode zero. Why episode zero? Well, because it's kind of like a tradition that every time we've done a a first episode, it, we call it the zeroth episode, like like it's a pilot. Yeah, we well, it's kind of like you just have to ease into it. Yeah, pretty much. So you just do the zero episode to get the juices flowing. Yeah, pretty you much. Know? Um, and we're going to talk a lot about that tonight. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, because we have a lot of things. First of all, let me introduce myself. I was born Jason Jamal Jennings, but I go by Trajan Anteus. And I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been an artist pretty much all my life. Um, and it's all I've ever wanted to do. Anything artistic, I've always excelled at it. I've always loved it. Um, I got into tattooing in 97. Mm-hmm. So I've been tattooing almost 20 years. Uh 2019 started a production company with you yep third gen media Mm -hmm. and uh we've been working towards that and that's where the kind of idea for this whole podcast came is that we're like you know it's kind of like they say when you find uh in business you Mm -hmm. find something that's missing yeah like people need something but it's missing you create that yeah and my thing is, on the journey to, to start Third Gen, um, I myself, because it's a media, a media company, I'm figuring out how to run ads and how the whole um, algorithm works yeah. um, to build uh, awareness. So I'm always getting hit up by ads around media. And... Sometimes there's people that are like, you know, I have 200,000 subscribers. You want to learn how to get 10,000 subscribers per month? Buy my thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what's missing? Just seeing someone do it. They document their rise to power, as Jack Black says. By the way, I'm Jordan Jennings, just just so we don't forget. (laughs) And cheers. Jordan, cheers. Yeah, so I was getting a little off. Oh, no, it's okay. No worries. There. No, that's that's fine. But, Don't so, worry about it. But yeah, you're my I'm, son. I'm I'm his son, and um, yeah, I'm the other half of uh, third gen. So and crook and candle. and crook and candle. So uh, funny enough, um, well, I guess to kind of explain who I am a little bit, um, to get the introductory stuff out of the way. Uh, I used to live in California, and um. Like, I've just been on this journey of trying to 
I've always wanted to be a creative person. In fact, I, a lot of my creative creativity came down to, uh, I mean, I've, I've done art and stuff like that and drawing and illustrations and stuff like that. But eventually when YouTube became a thing, I started doing YouTube videos and stuff like that. And, but yeah, so long story short, um, you know, I moved out of California because I just felt it was, you know, held me back and all that. And then, because uh, he, he moved to Portland. I, I moved to Portland 2014. Yeah, and then, then my brother moved to Portland, and then my brother gave me an opportunity to be able to move up there with him, which I did. And, um, you know, Port Portland was an interesting saga. In fact, that's how how we started the the podcast the first time, the uh, Zombies Cult and Knife Fight. Remember when we did that in the... Uh, I'm just going to say that one more time in case you missed it, because he always says it so fast. Sorry, and zombie, skeleton, knife fight. A zombie, skeleton, knife fight. Yeah, like like a zombie <laughs> and a skeleton fighting with knives. That, 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 there was no reason for that. I just came up with it on the spot, and I, I said it to you and my brother, and I asked you guys to do the podcast with me, and you guys didn't hate the name, so we, mm. I just kept it for a bit. And uh, yeah, and you have to understand. Okay, first off, Jordan, you started doing YouTube videos in like 2006, if I remember so, correctly. Yeah. If 2007 at the latest, okay. I don't remember. So you were like 15, 16, 17. Yeah, some. Uh, I was very young at the okay. time, for sure. So he's been doing this for a long time. When I, I remember, God, you might have been. Yeah, you were like 17 or so, and Diane told me, mm -hmm. oh, "Jordan's a YouTuber," and I was like. <laughs> is a youtuber right. i didn't even know what it was yeah and so that's when i first saw you doing it and i recall vividly like my jaw dropped because you were painfully shy yeah that was that uh i would say that i'm still kind of that way but i've definitely opened up more yeah. but you you were you were up. painfully shy to the point when i actually saw you in a youtube video and i mean i think it was just like a crappy like two pixel yeah like laptop camera that you were talking into but i was like mm -hmm. oh my god he's he's like he's like howard stern <laughs> he's like i mean you were young enough you might have you might have been 16 because i remember Probably, yeah. i remember saying you need to see private parts and i did yeah, but there was a little bit of time before you saw it. Yeah, I think I think it was actually. I'm trying to remember when I actually watched it and when you recommended it. Yeah, it was a couple years. It was, after. it was a while. Yeah, but but I remember you mentioned it. And I'm like, okay, I'll go watch it. I thought it was a good. But movie. that but that was the thing is his story was that he was this you know geeky little Jewish kid going to a pretty much all black school <laughs> and getting picked on and beat up and yeah. you know all that and he was shy and awkward. But when you put him behind a microphone, mm -hmm. Howard Stern happened. Yeah. And I saw the same thing happen with you. So let me just jump forward to 2014. That is when Zombie Skeleton Knife Fight happened. Yeah. And we were doing it in a basement. In a basement in a shitty it, punk rock house. Yeah, it was a punk rock house. And the liter basement. literally, and here's the thing. You're seeing the... Uh, the setup we have now, we got a mixer. It's all professional. Got XLR cables going to our pod mics. And it sounds pretty good. And, you know, got a nice, fancy whatever light that dome, is. Dome light. Dome yeah. light. Yeah. On um, a C stand. And then we're recording the video 4K. with a Blackmagic 4K pod cinema. Uh, no, Blackmagic 
Black Magic. <laughs> You're making me mess up. Black Magic Cinema Camera 4K. Okay. That. Or no, Black Magic <laughs> Pocket Cinema Camera 4K. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is a mouthful. <laughs> It's just the BMPCC. Yeah. FR. There you go. Two, 2003. Yeah, there you go. Um, um, but good good equipment. Yeah. No, yeah. And so, there's a whole story behind that, getting the funding to be able to start Arthur Gin Media, our media company. Um, but mm -hmm. we do have really good professional equipment great equipment yeah but when we started in that shitty basement dude it was a fucking shitty laptop i recorded it onto oh, that laptop using audacity and then like a shitty logitech usb microphone from i want to say like 2010 mm -hmm. or some shit i don't remember it was really it was super not as professional as this this is like leagues and bounds ahead of that for yeah, it was sure. kind of, it was it was on the verge of being ghetto. I mean, there was like pretty much, yeah, duct tape holding things together and stuff. Oh, did I remember? <laughs> I remember, like, I remember when the episode we did that episode, which, by the way, you can't find it. I don't even remember. I, I think all the episodes are just lost. I, 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 if I, and I think like if I have those files, it's like on one of my laptops that are broken. Yeah. So I, I need to fix it if I want to get those. But I, I don't even think I want those to be out there. To be completely honest. But yeah, if I remember correctly, like we were recording the episode and just handing the fucking USB mic back and forth to talk. A USB and, mic. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, USB mic. And then fucking like the band came down. So so it was like only 30 minutes. Yeah. Like we barely yeah. even got started. Yeah, we were in a basement that in this this place in Portland called the Megaton House. Yeah. And uh, the guy who was in it was was Andrew, and he had this band, Megaton Leviathan, which I ended up playing bass in. Yeah. And we put out an album in 2018. But when I got there, it was this shitty house mm -hmm. on this street. There was only those two houses mm -hmm. across from a Fred Meyer and nothing but tweakers everywhere. Yeah. Like zombies walking around all over the place. <laughs> and they would have shows, and they'd play in the basement. So it was a shitty punk rock house, and we... Did this first podcast in a shitty punk rock basement. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we tried it. And then what happened after that? We got to because I remember you kept doing the, the your podcast at your apartment. Yeah. So after so like I start I kept on doing. So if I remember correctly, I'm going to bridge a lot of this because there's a lot of move, uh, shit that happened. But um if I remember correctly, I moved out of that place that because Julian ended up getting my brother uh, ended up getting an apartment where and or, or finding an apartment. And then I like ended, a duplex. Yeah, it was like a duplex. And then I moved into it. And I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I remember I started that podcast. Was that still zombies? Yeah, it was still okay. the same thing. And I was doing it with myself at the time. And then what happened was I was doing it on my own and then uh i met m one of my friends who unfortunately he has passed uh god rest his soul i i'm not religious but you know whatever Just, there you go um he uh like i remember meeting jason he was like a musician and i talked to him about it and he was a huge like influential like part on me doing this stuff you know because like there was a point where i was kind of like not sure where it was going to go and all that shit and and um you know whether i should even do this and uh 
like I remember talking to him about it, like doing the podcast and like doing. I actually did music at the time as well, like uh, like chip tune kind of music stuff. Eight bit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like uh, like video game kind of stuff, like video uh, game music. Yeah, just that kind. of, If you can imagine that, very simple. Very yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was stoked for me, and uh, like he started just. Next thing I know, he was talking to all the other people that were working at the the, the job, and like everyone was like super stoked for me. And like, I ended up getting like multiple people who worked there or were friends of Jason to like get on the podcast and talk. And, you know, I would just talk to them, and it was a huge like that was a moment where it's like I really like kind of op- my wings started to open up a little bit more, mm-hmm. and you know, I yeah. got to be myself. Well, you and, did. I know you did that podcast. You had a couple different guests. Yeah, I had a lot. I had like a that. good amount of guests, yeah. and there were people that wanted to do it. So. Um, and, and it was actually really cool. It was like a cool little like way to kind of socialize and stuff with other people and meet people. And um, hopefully the same thing can happen with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the the fact that I was doing something that there, there was a good amount of people that wouldn't do. Um, and I was just talking about doing that thing. It's, it's kind of funny how like it, it's like I learned this over the years, like a good way to like get people interested in you is like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I do this thing, you know, like like podcasting or, you know, like stuff like that. And it's like I, I've I've met a good amount of people over the years just on that alone. Be like, really? That's cool. <coughs> the vape got to me. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but. Excuse me. Um, we were there what three years in Portland? Four, almost four. Yeah, I would say almost four years, something and like then, that. So 2018, I moved up. Mm-hmm. You moved to we, Seattle. We are going to t- we're going to tell. There is so much to tell. Okay. Yeah. Especially the dollhouse. Yeah, that that was where such we, a where shitty we shitty apartment. And if anyone knows Sh- the University District. In in Seattle, mm-hmm. where there's the university, and anyone who's been to any big city, who's been, <coughs> excuse me, who's been in the neighborhood of near a university, it's it's always way crazy. Mm-hmm. And so we 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 dealt with living in this this one particular building, um, on the Ave, in the university district, and it was it was horrible. But yeah. and we did no pot. Did you? I think I tried to do a podcast with my brother and just didn't really. It didn't really pan out at all. And I think after like my friend died, like that was like I, I kind of just lost the motivation to do it for a while. Um, that that and I was just kind of in this weird funk of just still figuring things out, like personally and on a personal level, going through my whole spiritual journey so to speak um and just figuring things out but um but now it's like you know i'm at the this point now especially after n- not now not living in the dollhouse and living in this place like you know it's just it's time to finally like get back to doing this kind of shit again because because i i know this is the path like i'm meant to go down mm-hmm. you know especially um Ever since, uh, cause, cause, uh, self plug, by the way, I, I started doing this uh, channel called, uh, anime hole where I would like, um, do, um, analysis of like retro anime and stuff like that. And it's kind of funny when I started that, that there was a point where I was like, 
because I, I was like working really hard on those videos, like re reviewing and analyzing these animes. And there was this one one video I did, which it's like it was like an hour long video. Like it was I was super proud of it, and I worked really hard on it. And then I upload the video, and I'm thinking it's gonna like oh this is gonna be the video. And I, I uploaded like seven other videos up at that point, like seven, seven episodes, where I was working hard on these videos. And then and this was during like the pandemic uh, when the lockdowns were in effect um, to a much more severe degree. And uh, I was like on unemployment and then that video goes up, it's like gets eight views, like no comments. Like, I don't think there were any likes on it. And I was just like super depressed and just upset. And was that the, the night you had your kind of, yeah, I had like a break breakdown. Yeah. I cause, cause like I, I had serious doubts. It was like one of those moments where I, I was like, I don't even know if this is my path and I'm just going to interject here. Because uh -huh. this is why we're doing this together. Right. We're, we're a father and son team. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember that day very specifically. I remember <laughs> you, you punched the floor. Yeah, I punched the floor. You, you, so I, I, I threw a chair that was in the hallway of our shitty apartment. Yeah, yeah. I, I screamed at the top of my lungs, like, outside somewhere. But I remember when, before, when you punched the floor and you walked out. And you and you screamed and all that. Stuff. Yeah, you, you told me some real. Uh, shit. I said you're very some things that you needed to hear. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it wasn't what you wanted to hear, but no. it was what you needed to hear. And this is kind of again going back to the reason behind this podcast. Yeah, is so. I moved to Portland in 2014. Mm -hmm. Julian followed a couple months later. Should we say his name? Julian is. Your brother and my son. So okay. Ju right, Juli fine. Julian I'll, I'll Julian came up first. Then you came up a couple months later. So then we spent 2014 to 2018. Then I moved to Seattle. Mm -hmm. A couple months later, you guys moved up. We ended up being literally not literally next door neighbors yeah. in this apartment yeah. complex. And it was hard and crazy and you know, literally, I think you guys moved out May 2018. Mm -hmm. We got through that year. 2019, we got through. And then 2020, lockdown. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, 2019 mm -hmm. in June, that's when my, my sister had her wedding. wedding. Yeah. And that is when I came up with the idea for third gen media. Yeah, yeah, and you told me about it and yeah. And, it, and 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 then the reason why we started this company, one, I've been a tattoo artist for almost 20 years, but I'm I'm creative in many different things. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't, I really just want to oil paint to tell the truth. But I was like, you know, I kind of want to retire from tattooing. Mm -hmm. I want to move on to something bigger, greater, something something new, something that I can be passionate about. Um because after 20 years of tattooing, it's I love it. I'm good at it. You know, I really do love the the, the, the art form, but I'm just looking for something different in my life. Mm -hmm. So initially, I was thinking about shooting video f of myself to promote myself. Mm -hmm. Bet because I knew I was watching social. I was on social media, but I used it at a very shallow way right okay but i'm um, then i'm watching content creators 
young younger people who are like making businesses of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe if I can figure out how to shoot videos of myself and and edit and promote myself, I can make more money. And you know, I don't know. And that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Be more quote unquote successful. So mm-hmm. as I'm re- I'm I start researching lights cameras and i'm watching stuff and on the bus ride to my sister's wedding just this one video popped up starting a production company Mm -hmm. and i watched it It was a 15 minute video i watched it and i just like it was one of those light bulb moments ding Mm -hmm. and i was like i need to do this with jordan and to give because some, he's, some con- he's the editor yeah to give some context like i've been doing youtube videos as a hobby like for years and i over the years like i i ended up like learning how to use more uh professional non-linear editors like sony vegas and then like eventually i moved to davinci resolve which he told me about and uh, i think it's a pretty good editor it's actually improved significantly and in fact i'm glad DaVinci Resolve is actually like getting the recognition. It's it becoming it's becoming it's, industry. Standard. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm actually happy about that because seeing more like even content creators using it, like Instagram uses DaVinci Resolve mm-hmm. now. Yeah, so, everyone's changing so a, over to it. So because it's really good. Yeah. Um, but that you know, nerd tangent aside. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> uh. So aside from that, it's like, you know, I've, I have harbored, I've ended up, ended up learning this skill, you know, and I didn't even think about it that way. I didn't think about it. I just thought of it as a hobby, right. as a thing I was doing, like my uh, illustrations I used to do a lot more frequently, which I want to get back into. Like there's a part of me that misses doing drawing and I have no reason not to, I just need to do it. Um, but you know, like just doing that as a hobby and learning how to actually edit videos to a degree where it's like, like, like even with my anime whole videos, now they're much more popular. Like there are people that, that but like, dude, these videos are like professional, like really high quality stuff. You deserve more views. And it's like, so when he brought up to me the idea of like, dude, you can like make money, like editing yeah, videos. Well, that's, that's the thing is that, and I think this is for a lot of young content creators. They the way they think is that they can, I can monetize my channel. Right. Right. They don't know anything about business. Really. Right. Yeah. The, but that's... they can. Oh, I can do something that it monetizes it, and then I could potentially get a check. Yeah. That that the, I think the curse that a lot of um, content creators, especially on YouTube, run into, like especially young people, is like I've I've experience this too where it's like you watch youtube people like uh pewdiepie and markiplier and all these people that are like super popular and casey neistat you know all these guys doing these videos and they're making millions of views and ad revenue and all that stuff and they're just they're just thinking one dimensional like oh if i make a really popular video that just goes super viral i could make youtube my living but they don't think about it beyond that they don't think about how they can say promote themselves as more than just a YouTuber and how they can then monetize that in other areas of their life, mm-hmm. you know, not, not just making videos, but also like just 
in other but that's what, I, what I was you know, like thinking about it like a business yeah well that's that, that again going back to the formation of third gen i we were at the wedding yeah and i was telling you about i'm like you could be the editor you could be the post-production head and da 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 and you're like what <laughs> like you didn't i didn't wait, think about it wait what yeah, i never really thought about it that way and um you know because and I think part of that also just came down to my self-image. I've never thought like um, I'm not going to get all into that right in this episode, but but like growing up, it's like I've never, a, I've never had proper role models. I've never had proper uh, people giving me really good advice, and um, you know, like you know, being hype men, so to speak, mm-hmm. to, to kind of go like, dude, you have you a skill, can you this. can do this, you, you can, can do this. it. Right. Like, cause I, cause I in California, really yeah, in California, like I remember when people would ask me like, Hey, what do you want to be for a living? I want to be an artist. Why would you want to do that? I got that answer all the fucking time in California. It was ridiculous. Like there was this one, uh, I remember this clearly. There was this one French lady that lived in the apartment complex that I used to live in. Uh, what was it? The woods? No, no. Palm Valley. Palm Valley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was this like really like like old French woman like who I, I guess I, I I can't remember but I remember I think she like asked my mom if I could help her with some stuff and make some money or something like that. And I remember she asked me like what uh, what would you like to be you know for a living you know and I'm like I want to be an artist. She's like there's no money in that. French people, please don't be uh, um, really upset. As his really I'm, it's bad, a really shitty really accent. accent. I'm just <laughs> trying to recall how she sounded. I'm sorry. I'm not a fucking actor. Wee oui, wee, oui, poo poo. Oui. <laughs> oh, François. <laughs> Baguette. Croissant. Croissant. French fries. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I, I had that happen a lot in California and like it really hurt my confidence, mm. you know? Well, that's, that's why I, I've given you some real yeah. stuff. Cause I'm like, yeah, people aren't gonna, you kind of would think that they will at least pat you on the back and that won't right. happen. Even yeah. the, even the people that you, that you feel are closest to you a lot of times won't. And again, I'm always, I'm, I'm always wanting to re come around to the reasoning behind doing this podcast Mm -hmm. you know first of all i know that there's a lot a lot of people like us out there yeah you know we we technology has taken hold things have changed and there are ways if you're creative Mm -hmm. that you could really kind of uh uh, implement your 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 desires and dreams into a life for yourself as a creative person. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that was again. I'm going to come back to the, the why we started. The reason really that Crook and Candle started is first we got we have some goals for our companies mm-hmm. um, within the next couple years, and I was like, you know what, I would really love to do a podcast that is ground up showing the things that an artist or creative or entrepreneur has to kind of deal with to make something happen. Right. To, to build on success. Yeah. Because I've been in the art world for a long time. I've seen artists that I've known 
as friends come and go. And when I say come and go, I mean, they're doing art. And then at a certain point, they kind of give up on mm-hmm. it because it is hard. Yeah. And yeah. there you have to have a certain mindset when it comes to the business part of your life as an artist. Yeah. And so I finally realized that I've never given up. But that being said, I was like, let's let's one. I just want to really give back to the people that are like me, mm-hmm. because one, just like you said, you didn't have anyone in your corner. Right. You know, and the thing is. I was in your corner. Yeah. Although I had tried to get you to get into art way earlier mm-hmm. in your life. And this is, uh, you know, I, it was one of those things like you'd have a birthday and I'd get you like, like Prismacolor pencils and you'd be like, mm. <laughs> where's the video game? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> and I get you like a book on how to paint. And you're like, where's the video game? Right. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. If I get him another gift, it'll be some kind of video game, something like that, because that's what he's into. And then it was when you were 18 and you were at my studio in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was cooking something. And I you're sitting on the couch with your laptop open and you had your um Wacom. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a Wacom bamboo. Bamboo. Correctly. Yeah. And you're sitting there working and I, I kind of glanced back at you mm-hmm. and i see i remember it very clearly it, it was in red the way you had done the sketch it was in red yeah, yeah, yeah and what i saw was professional level like manga art and so i said oh wow that's really good who did that me and he goes me and i said no you didn't <laughs> Because he was the kid that didn't, he wouldn't, he wasn't into art stuff. Mm-hmm. He was into video games. And when I saw that, I was so amazed. You know, I was so like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like the period that really got me into, well, I, I know why. It was, um, I want to say it was around the time when I was like in junior high. And I think this was like when Toonami and Adult Swim was the thing mm-hmm. and um so that was when anime was becoming much more popular like like more main well it's still a niche but like more mainstream and more accepted mm. like instead of just being this weird like oh japanese nerd nerdy dorky like right, right. cartoons you know like yeah, yeah. you know the, whatever you know where it's like then you know shows like Ruruni kenshin and and Uyasha and uh, blue gender and you know all these uh, yeah i'm an i'm a nerd! yeah i know thank you he's a nerd yeah, i'm a nerd so but, I'm a nerd. but, but it was like yeah like the moment i started really like getting into anime and like seeing how cool the art looked and all that stuff i, I that i think that's what really got me into wanting to draw more and yeah and that's you know and then i and then i saw this whole community like going on deviantart at the time um, which isn't really that popular anymore. Most people don't really use it anymore. Um, I mean, people still use it, but I don't really hear much people using DeviantArt really that much anymore. Well, I think you've moved on from it. Yeah, I've so. moved on from it. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to say the last time I logged into that was like a few months ago, just to see what was going on with it. Well, but. when I do tattoo designs, sometimes I do go to DeviantArt to look for ideas. Mm-hmm. Seriously, sure. I, I could be. I go on DeviantArt and be like, Yeah, sure. Um, um, 
mermaid. Mm-hmm. Sure. And stuff will come up and give, you know, so it's still there. But it was, anyways. It, well, back to what I was saying. We're not giving, this is, this yeah. is not a plug for DeviantArt. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the thing that really got me into drawing was anime. And, you know, and that was anime and manga specifically. In fact, uh, my style of art, which uh, it, in the video, like I'll probably like put like a image of one of the drawings I've done, one of the better drawings I've done. Uh, in well, more you recent put times. A, you better put it like a picture of a painting I've done then. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I will. Punch your face. <laughs> Isn't that in frame? <laughs> no, that's not in the frame. Oh, it's not? Okay, no, no, well, no. yeah, I'll, I'll take a picture. And Th- this this is kind of okay, yeah, frame, but it's, it's dark. It's dark. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll put something. So, you guys will see so our art. Here, here's a picture of something I did. Here's something he's done. There you go. He's definitely better than me. <laughs> well, as hold far on, as... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I just had to. I, I had to. I had to just take that, just soak it up. <laughs> take a moment to gloat. Those were not my words. He said them. <laughs> I did. Well, I mean, he's more experienced <laughs> of an artist than I am. I'll say well, that. Well, uh, listen. You know, I'm 50 years old, mm-hmm. and if I could find an artist that's like around 70. Mm-hmm. That would be willing to take me under their wing. I would love that. Sure. You, as an artist, you really do need to find people to look up to. Well, and, I feel and, and, I feel with art, like you're you're always the student. Yeah. You, you never yeah, you never stop being. Yeah. The, the seventy year old master that I you know could apprentice under mm-hmm. might look for a ninety year old master himself. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Well, and then the that's yeah, and that's the, the well, that's the funny thing. It's like, you know, even when you think you're a professional like or a master at your craft, it's like you're always still learning new shit or or someone will come up with an idea that you didn't even think of and go, "Why the fuck did I think of that?" Like I've had that happen multiple times mm-hmm. when like doing art and stuff like that. Like I would see someone do a, like sketch in a certain way, I'm like Wow, I didn't think about doing it like that. Yeah. So I would try to do it like that. That's and I'm like, learning. oh, that's cool. The that's learning good, process. Yeah, so yeah, that's how it is. It's like th- the best thing to do, like when you're trying to improve your craft, is watch other people do it. Because mm. when, uh, you know, like I remember when, um, I don't know if Picarto is still around, but I remember like uh, streaming was becoming more popular. And like I I heard about uh, Picarto, which was like this uh, Picarto.tv, which was basically like uh, drawing streams like uh, digital drawing streams and shit like that um and you, you would just get all these artists that i would recognize that would just draw art and i'm like oh i want to see these people learn how to draw and i would watch them do it i'm like wow i didn't think to draw like that before like that's so i would just take mental notes and try and do it like that and um you know i think that's a very valuable thing mm. mm-hmm you know, just to be, that's the best part about like the internet age too. It's like, you get to see how people do their craft and there are plenty of people that are just giving that information away for free. Well, the best, listen, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. the, the best way to be in business or run a business or have a business is to be in service of other people. God. So, so if, if you but that's why we're doing this. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I do. I would almost re- well. No, I can't say that because I like doing stuff like this. Yeah. But it's you have to put in effort mm-hmm. doing it, and um, 
really, I I want to have the experience. Excuse me, to have the experience of be wanting to be an artist, wanting to identify as an artist, being active as an artist, and not having people people around you support you. Sometimes you just need. You said this already. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to hear it. Mm-hmm. You need to hear it's. You can do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. This is why we have made Crook and Candle, mm-hmm. and 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 at, we are going to grow it and evolve it. And we want to actually get you guys' input when you, you know, hear hear our podcast, Kali. Oh, Kali, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did I'm not mean to Peter. do that. You, you, you. Animal abuser. You suplexed your dog. <laughs> I, did, I didn't mean to do it. Like she was, I guess she was just sitting on the edge. She's just in. Sorry, she's, girl. She's just, I'm yeah. sorry. You always need attention. Yeah, she does. She's needy. You're a girl. <laughs> yeah. You always need men. <laughs> so, yeah. But <clears throat> I'm going to ask you a question now. Okay. And I want you to keep it under five minutes. Okay. Because <laughs> you've been... You might even even rehash a little bit. Mm-hmm. Everyone has been listening. If the, who's stayed with us thus far, thank you. Yeah, thank um, you so much. Everyone's been listening. You've you've told a bunch of your story. Mm-hmm. What can you pinpoint when you committed? To being creative and, and going, this, even if I have to work a regular job for now, this is what I want. When did, what, what moment? You know what? Actually, I, I, I want to say, actually, it's like, it was more recently, like just this year, like, especially like with my anime whole stuff, mm. which by the way, just I'm gonna do a quick plug. If uh, you're into anime content, I do a channel that is about reviewing anime. I already talked about it. Anime Hole on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, and um, it really, like honestly, I want to say the moment I did that Pat Labor Two video, which by the way, that's a really good anime. If you've never seen it, it it's very good. And um, Kali. And we're going to actually be talking about all kinds of different art forms. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're going to anime, talk about a good anime stuff. And, and manga and all kinds of stuff is going to come up. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, because I told that story about how I uploaded that video and it didn't do so well. Well, well the one of the lessons I had to learn was uh, networking. Mm. And so eventually I started to network with um, this. Uh, th- There's this one channel I subscribed to. Um, and... Um, he ended up posting like a discord link uh like a temporary link and he's like hey you know for a short amount of time and um i really like his content and uh which uh the channel name for the channel i'm talking about by the way is uh the almighty lolly which sounds lolly yeah like like a lolita but okay okay. but 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 it's a stupid name but like really good content i think his content's really good Mm, mm. and um he posted a discord link Um, and, uh, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll follow that. And then I went on to it and I saw that there was a channel on the discord where it's like, show off your stuff. And I showed off a few of my videos and I didn't really get much attention. Then I posted that Pat labor two video. 
Next thing I know, I get I'm getting these ats on my Discord like at, be, ats. like like mentions. Oh, okay. You know, so like at uh at Jordy P, you know. Right, 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 right. Okay. Like like dude, you, you, Almighty Lolly just fucking shouted you out, man. I'm like the fuck? I go on my channel, it's like I went from 10 subscribers to like 180. Mm. Like over the course of a few days. And I, and I was like like what the fuck that that that's you blew put, my mind you put yourself out there yeah i put myself out there and um that was a valuable lesson it was because like because just to give some like context like my whole life well not well a good majority of my life um i had a very low self-esteem and low self-image of myself and i never really saw myself as a confident person that was worth something you know so i would do stuff that I really like and I you know I'd put my content out there but I never I, I didn't I didn't think I was great at anything you know and then you know of course just growing up in California like oh why what do you want to be be an artist why why would you want to do that you know just not really having the Kali no sorry the dog is wanting her ball no she can't have her ball yeah you can't have your ball girl and it <sighs> For anyone out there that's been um, the child during a divorce, mm -hmm. yeah, it, that that's hard on a kid. Yeah, I I didn't have to. My parents got divorced when I was like twenty years old. Yeah, but it's the younger people when they go through that. I know it's very that hard. shit has a massive effect on the kids. Yeah, we're not gonna get into all that. Yeah, um, but point is, like growing up, I never really saw. I, I never thought. Of myself as like bigger than what I am, like even when I got good at something. So when I finally posted that Pat Labor Two video to that Discord and I got shouted out and like people were saying all these really good things and going, "Dude, you're really good. Keep ma making these videos. Keep making them. They're fucking good." I still get comments on that video. Like there, I got a video from a I got a comment from a teacher. He said he was a teacher. I don't know if it's true, but he says he's a teacher. Mm. Um, and um, he's like, dude, I was showing this that video to my students. You know, like your analysis is really good. Like keep doing it. And it's like just seeing that, that kind of mo that that's motivation. And it's like that shit alone, like especially this year, that was the moment where I'm like, I'm on the right path. I know I'm on the right path. I know I'm, I know I'm doing the right thing. I know, and it's not just the anime videos, like it's content creation, um, making videos, doing creative stuff and creative endeavors, art, stuff like that. I've always felt at home when I would do stuff like that. When I would put myself out there creatively, like that's always been something that felt right. Like working at a restaurant industry. You know, like doing line cooking or dishwashing or stuff like that. You know, that that was never my thing. Or just working in retail, not my thing. Sales, not my thing. I can't, I just, any other job aside from creative shit, I've never felt right. I, I felt like I was a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. And didn't feel right. So whenever, whenever I would do creative stuff like this, you know, podcasting, YouTube, art, you know, it, that 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 was what felt right to me and like it even just it just it didn't really it hit me until this year 
when my anime whole videos started to take off a little bit more and getting much more like it, it, and that's the thing it's like i remember there was a point where i thought that making long form videos was there's no point in doing that because like the the things that got the millions of views are the the like hey guys here's top 10 ways to get blah, 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 you know just like that bullshit you know just like the most generic fucking garbage content is what got the views you know and it's like i so i was thinking that like um, maybe my videos are never going to get popular cuz that's not what i really want to do but it was getting the feedback from but but it was making that those videos and getting all that feedback and seeing all those people really enjoy what i was doing that i i realized okay i'm doing something right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i need to keep doing that because I've had this curse over the years, like, making YouTube. I've had multiple channels, by the way. And one of the curses I've had is, like, I would always just... I would make whatever I wanted, but I was never consistent. So I would I would, I would get an audience, and then I would get people who were just alienated because I would make shit that they didn't want to see. Mm. So, um, so Anime Hole was, like, my first real attempt to actually just be consistent. And then when I finally did that and saw more people really being encouraging it's like that was a that was very validating you know to me as a creative you know to to know that doing that was like something that i i I have value in you know so yeah that's pretty yeah that was more than five minutes i'm pretty sure i'm sorry yeah it's okay (laughs) that's what you do as an interviewer you say Keep it under two minutes, and you know they're going to go over <laughs> on purpose. But, yeah, no, that's awesome. I, hmm, my own, actually, <clears throat> I knew. <laughs> Kali, come here. So, so, quick aside with me, I have a younger brother who's couple, two years younger than me, mm-hmm. 50, and then I have an older sister and older brother. My older brother's 10 years older than me. Same mom, different dads. And I didn't get to meet him till I was eight. And so when I did uh, meet him in Portland, mm-hmm. we're going to shit. We're going to end in the podcast soon, but I'm just going to tell you my. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go for it. So um, I remember being in Seaside. My, my, my grandfather ran Seaside Inn. And that was the first time I saw my brother Rex do a drawing mm-hmm. and and i was just you know until i met him i was the older brother and so i was young enough that when i found out i had an older brother i wasn't jealous or like what <laughs> you know i'm the older brother you know he i looked up to him immediately i looked up to my sister because i was like wow i have an older brother and sister so that happened at eight he came and lived with us while i was around nine and then he took off and then my sister came to live with us when when I was 11 years old. And this one day, and kids, kids that are that young have a very short attention span, but she sat at the back table of our house by the sliding glass windows to the backyard, the dining room table, mm-hmm. and took a piece of paper and started to draw. And I stood there for three hours. For three hours. I know it was three hours. Mm -hmm. And I watched her draw a horse 
standing and it was looking at you and down between the horse's feet was a little foal just just born Mm -hmm. also looking at you but it was like curled up in a ball like just been born Mm -hmm. and the horse that the you know the mom horse had all the muscle she cross-hatched all the muscles and veins and i just watched her work for three hours straight keep talking no no leave her there no, I'll, I'll, i'm gonna put her in the room okay you gotta hit the clicky thing no, no just keep talking okay so i stood there for three hours by the table and she drew this picture at the end of the three hours and i was amazed to to be able to watch an artist work and watch them create something out of nothing is always amazing to me so after the three hours she just kind of said okay i'm done kind of and got up grabbed the piece of paper and walked away (laughs) and it was during that when she did that i said to myself i want to be an artist now, later in life, in my 20s, that, it, that dream that I had as a young kid had kind of taken like a backseat role to, you know, practicality, getting a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're married, you have a kid, take care, you know, like the idea of being an artist for a living, to, to make a living, you know, was not you know and so i was working right. in corporate and so i i would say but i i would say it was 11 when i knew deep down inside that that was the thing i wanted to do mm-hmm. um i'd probably say when i moved to the bay area i had a, a kind of like so 2000 I moved to the Bay Area 2003 I started tattooing Mm -hmm. but it was within 2000 to 2003 that I kind of knew that's when I got my my first art studio Mm -hmm. you remember that yeah I remember (laughs) studio Absu right studio Absu like corner of 17th and Madison (laughs) downtown Oakland a block from Lake Merritt was awesome yeah 500 bucks a month, man. I believe that. I think probably $2,000 a month right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially, especially in California? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I, yeah, it was an amazing time. Very inspiring. And I built it all out. And just people were... I was in it. I was in a flow state as an artist. And as an artist, you go through dips and troughs and high, you know, highlights and... Yeah. <laughs> And so over the years that there was that period of time, but then there was, you know, being more practical. And then there was kind of having hard times mentally and and drug Mm -hmm. issues and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, that I went through. But, um, I would have to say I've for God, well, if I'm 50, I would say that for 40 years, or 39 because I was 11 I've that this is it was the only thing that ever made sense to me right and as a matter of fact when I tried to do what I was supposed to do that's when I would 
have way more mental problems. Oh, dude. Like, like Tell way more me about it. Depression. Yeah. Anxiety. Dude, like all that. I, yeah. I could say the same thing about me. It's just like just the jobs I've worked over the years. I like, especially like living in California, living in Portland, doing the jobs I was doing at the time. Dude, I was having a real hard time. Yeah. It's only in recent year like just especially this year like when i finally got back into work mm -hmm. in the restaurant industry like the thing that keeps me sane doing what i'm doing right now is the thought this is my side hustle my main job is this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like my goal is to do shit like this for a living not that that shit that's that's just pay my rent money yeah yeah and it's all about um literally it's mindset. The, way you, the mindset the way you look at what you're doing you know um but yeah i want to kind of wrap this up okay this was our episode zero just kind of get get into the swing of things feel it out look at the footage after because sure really this is we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're still even discussing how we're gonna release this but I know we eventually want to be doing a video podcast as opposed to a podcast. You will be able to get our podcast at podcasting right. sites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, which, which actually, this is a perfect time to segue into that just because I already written down where these are going to go. Now, by the time this has been recorded, like this stuff is not really set up yet. But you guys may be wondering, where can you find us? Well, I have... Oh, okay, sure. Um, well, where you can find the podcast, uh, as far as the audio format goes, uh, so you can listen to us on the go. Our podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and Launchpatch, Launchpad One, which is the hosting site where we will be uploading these podcasts in the audio format. Um, as far as like the uh, the way the video format will be watchable. Uh, we are, we have a YouTube channel as well, which is where like we'll post like clips of like the best parts of our podcasts, um, and also potentially the full videos as well. Um, Sometimes, eventually, mm -hmm. um, we're also planning on doing like a Patreon kind of thing. We do skits. We're hilarious. Yeah, by we're the funny. Way. Yeah, we're funny this, guys. This, this is not like this. This episode is, the, is not. This funny. ain't shit. Like yeah. you think. You think that this is like all too somber and whatnot. <laughs> I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. There's a lot more jokes. There's, there's. You guys are in for a little. Run. Yeah, yeah. You're, we're gonna have some fun on this podcast. It's not gonna be like this every episode. I swear. So, oh, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. To your health. Chaim. Prastorovia. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Um, so um, so that's where you'll find the audio podcast. Um, as for where else you could find us, we also will be on social media. We will have a Facebook page, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, which the handles will be Crook and Candle. So uh, Crook and Candle, C-R-O-O-K-E, that that's how that is spelled and then and candle uh it's the instagram page is already set up that that is just one word and it's not an ampersand symbol it's just and &E. &E, right. so 
Um, but I'm pretty sure the Facebook page and the Twitter page will have an ampersand in it. Yeah. So you'll but, be able to find which I'll put that in the video or whatever or just down the description down below so if you want to figure out where that is i i'll put the links down below yeah um in fact i want to like make a bio.link account so that way i could just put all the links in one little thing so you can find out wherever we are so you just click the link down below and then you'll have all the links just in the handy dandy little single link which has all the links there click it boom there you go you're there Technology. technology we got the technology we can do it we can rebuild him <laughs> we have six million dollars and that's about it guys that's, <laughs> and that's about it guys that's about it for episode zero of the crook and kendall podcast this yeah. was a lot of fun yeah we're both really excited to do this dude i, w- I was pumped to do this for a while you know, and so to finally do this, like, officially, like, I'm really happy about that. Like, because, like, this is this was a long time coming. So. Word. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy we finally have everything we needed to do to do this. And I'm looking forward to doing this on a regular basis. So, um, yeah. Keep, as f- keep your ears and eyes open for us. We're coming for you. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. It's going to be a fun trip. We're going to blow your eardrums out. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be amazing <laughs> stuff. Um. From Trajan and Jordan. Jordan. We're signing out. Peace. Peace.